Okay, listen closely, because I'm going to tell you one little secret about content strategy. You ready? Everything works. You're listening to the Content Head Podcast with me, Joe Michalowski. Every week I dive into one big idea that's come up in my day-to-day while leading content in B2B SaaS. Listen in for lessons and rants about working through the challenges of being a lean content team in the do-more-with-less environment we all find ourselves in. Thanks for joining me to nerd out about content. Let's get into it. There are so many choices in the world of content strategy. You can do SEO, webinars, thought leadership articles, organic social with your company page, with a personal page. You could do gated content, ungated content, email newsletters, podcasts. There are probably a, a thousand things that I haven't listed. And the truth is that all of them can work. Your job is not to figure out which one can work. It's to figure out which one will work and not just what will work, but specifically what will work for you. And it would be nice if there was a right answer uh, that somebody could come in and tell you like, oh, if you just do this, you will get the results that your company needs. But the truth is there really isn't a right answer. I think in every situation, especially we're talking about B2B SaaS companies, especially early stage, everything can work. So an example I have here or something I want to touch on is When I first started working on strategy, there was this matrix that I would look at from animals and I think Jimmy Daly or Ryan Law. And I I worked at animals at the time. And so I I kind of learned through that matrix and it essentially put a scale on your business model because you want your content strategy to match the business model. And on one end, you had like product led freemium businesses. And on the other end, you had like the high touch sales led go to market motions. Uh, And so basically on one end, the freemium side, you had a lot of things like branded search content. You had, I I don't know, a lot of things around SEO and and email and and things like that, mostly because the barrier to entry is really low. So you just get somebody on the page and you try to get them to sign up. And on the other end, there was sales led, which meant you were trying to get demo requests, which put you in the, the mode of case studies, sales enablement. And they didn't really overlap at all. They kind of made a pretty prescriptive view and it was easy to look at it and be like, oh, I'm talking to, you know, this freemium company. So I better not pitch, you know, this, you know, SEO strategy or I better not pitch this podcast strategy or something. And so long story short is that it doesn't really work this way. These like traditional best practices around what your your strategy should be, they're they're mostly they're not wrong. They're just generalizations. And so the example I have is like at Mosaic, you know, two years ago, I talked to Nigel, owner of Organic Growth Marketing, OGM. Love them. Love the work they do. We work together and and it's amazing. But when I first went to Nigel and I was like, oh, like I'm looking for an SEO agency, he taught me a pretty valuable lesson. He was like, hey, man, like not everyone needs SEO. Not like SEO is not right for For everyone. And, you know, outside looking in at our, you know, resource structure and our our business model, we weren't really the best fit, but I was kind of under the the request to make this happen for our company because it's something that the company wanted to do. And, you know, fast forward two years, I'm not sure anybody would have guessed that, like, we have like a a metrics catalog glossary of, you know, not just definitions, but we, we built out these big articles around them. And it ties into a product feature, which is basically like you can do metric analysis. And I'm not sure anyone would have thought that this would drive like hundreds of thousands, potentially millions of dollars in pipeline. 
in a model that's fully like five figure contract values and entirely sales led. We don't have any low barrier to entry, like freemium, free trial, anything like that. So all that to say, like our SEO plan is working great, even with, you know, something that doesn't fit into that matrix that I mentioned before. And so another thing is like, you know, we have gated content and right now gated content is not on trend. If you look at LinkedIn for five minutes, you'll see somebody talking about how you should ungate all your content and it's not just ungated, but like, you know, we shouldn't be asking for forms and things like that. And, you know, from my experience, it's just, it still works. You know, you have to be intentional about it and you need to deliver on the value that you're offering. Like somebody's email should be treated like a currency. You can't just like lose that trust. But if they trust you enough to give them your email and you deliver, like this can work and it works for us. And I just don't think that it should be such a black and white scenario. And so the other example I'll give is like we about a year ago, we were or a year into working for Mosaic. We did like a team gathering at the, the HQ in San Diego. And we spent a, a whole session outlining all of the major work we'd done to that point. And we were throwing sticky notes up on the board with ideas and thoughts about like starting, stopping and keeping things. And there was just one sticky note that just said webinars work. That was somebody's big idea. We were running, you know, monthly webinars and we weren't sure if they'd work. We didn't know if they were too stuffy or if they were, you know, kind of outdated. The whole the concept of getting people on a live webinar when there were so many things like podcasts when there was so much ungated content, so much video content available for free. And we'd saw so much engagement and we, we continue to do so. And at the same time, we're working with partners who, who are just struggling to get their webinar programs off the ground. And so all of this to say is that you really need to decide what works for you, what works for your customer. And so if those are two things on opposite ends, you got to find the overlap. And so I want to talk a little bit about how you decide like where to go. You know, everything works. SEO will work. Webinars will work. Podcasts will work. So the question is now what? And so the first thing I'll say is, you know, refer back to this is episode three that I'm talking on. And in episode two, we talked about uh, thinking about Wabi Sabi. And the, the crux of that really, I think that's important here is just finding your unique advantage. So what are you and your company uniquely capable of executing? The perfect strategy will mean basically nothing if you can't get it done. And so it needs to be unique to you, but it also needs to be something that you can accomplish. So if you're a solo content person with minimal budget and your key skill is writing and you have access to, I don't know, tons of in-house subject matter experts, maybe a thought leadership plan is your way to go. Maybe an email newsletter from, you know, one of your founders or one of your, you know, internal subject matter experts that you kind of run. Maybe that's the way to go. If you're particularly good at video, maybe like you just run with like a YouTube strategy and start divvying up that content across social and things like that. So what are you as the, the, you know, small team or small operation uniquely good at executing? And what is the thing that your company can offer that will be different from what other companies are doing. So that's kind of the first thing that you need to think about. It's like, where are you different and what are you capable of getting done with the resources you have? The second thing I'll talk about is making brand the foundation. And, and this might sound a little controversial because, you know, first glance, you're like, oh, we're, you know, a series A startup. Like we can't be just focusing on 
brand awareness campaigns. We need pipeline. We need pipeline yesterday and we need to drive revenue. And how can I go to my, you know, founder or boss or whoever and talk about, you know, building the brand. And so this isn't about like sinking money into massive like ad campaigns that are just about your brand or just general kind of like awareness pieces. Like you can make brand the foundation of a super product-led search optimized article. And so what I mean by brand as the foundation, think about the work you're doing. And if you take it, so whether it's a webinar recording or a blog post or an email newsletter and forget the distribution, if you just took it and you handed it directly to your ideal prospect. So you were able to like get in front of them or you send it to a, an early customer that embodies the kind of person that you want to be targeting with your work. If you give it to them, does it build trust with them? Do they, does it resonate with them? Does it win them over? Is it something that they care about? So that, you know, in my case, I was writing search optimized articles with a website that had no domain authority. It was going to take a while for us to, you know, really see the fruits of that labor. And it did, it did pay off after a while. But in the early days, I was able to write an article that I was proud of, not just because it was like a copycat article that was search optimized, but because it really spoke to specifically our target audience and had a, a level of expertise that really won them over. So when our sales team took search optimized articles and reached out to people, you know, cold outreach, outbound, whatever, it really worked. Like it got people to respond and they really responded to the content. So we have a really good relationship with not just the, the account executives, but the SDRs, the BDRs and things like that. And so if that's kind of your North star is like, does this build a brand that has authority, trust with the prospects? Can I get them to trust me? Everything else falls into place. Like as you scale, you'll find more ways to distribute, but it needs to be, especially in B2B SaaS, like trustworthy and authoritative, whatever the package is. So that's the second thing. The third thing I want to talk about is the Ron Swanson theory. I love Parks and Rec. And so if you've ever seen it, you know, Ron Swanson has that famous quote. It tells Leslie toward the end of the show, uh, hey, Leslie, never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. And I really loved that. And I think it applies pretty well to content strategy for a team that just doesn't have infinite resources. You're not a massive company that can spend whatever you want. And so don't try to be everywhere. You don't need to be on 12 channels, like pick a channel, especially early on, pick a, a format that you're going to own, that you're going to win at and execute to the highest ability. If that means that you're amazing at webinars, put on the best webinar you can once a month and repurpose that content through an email newsletter or through more organic social content, things like that. It doesn't mean you have to be on doing SEO as early as possible. It doesn't mean you have to do webinars and a podcast and an email news. You don't have to do everything all the time. And you're going to see better results if you whole ass one thing, as Ron Swanson would say. And the last thing that I'll say is just focus, focus, focus. Consistency is everything in content and not just in search content, because that's really the where you'll hear that the most. It's like, oh, it takes six months at least to to see results here, which, you know, isn't really true. That's a, that's a whole separate issue. We'll talk about that another time. But like the idea there is like you're playing that that long game. And so it's kind of built in that you need to be consistent. But with other things, you don't really hear that as often, but it's equally true. And so you don't want to give away or give way to shiny object syndrome. 
if you're committed to this podcast strategy or this webinar strategy or this or get whatever you know package you decide to go with for your strategy don't just jump ship because some thought leader on linkedin was like oh gated content is dead you should ungate all your content don't just run out and ungate all your content or if you see a competitor you know committing to influencer marketing and you just you know you didn't think to do that or you didn't want to do that doesn't mean suddenly like oh they're they're going to you know, get out ahead of us because we're not doing that, you're still better off Ron Swansoning your way to victory. And obviously, as you get more resources, as you scale, as you continue to get or nail down the the engine for that initial piece of the strategy, yeah, you can start to expand. But we're kind of talking about the getting things off the ground and avoiding that shiny object syndrome. And so those are really the four things. That That's how you decide kind of the now what of content strategy when everything works. And so as always, just want to leave with a few key nuggets that I think are the main takeaways here. And so first I'll say, avoid building your strategy around tactics. I think this is a really common problem. And so your strategy isn't publishing seven articles per month with, with a search strategy. That's a, that's a tactic. That's how you will execute what the strategy is. The strategy is how are we different? How are we delivering value to our audience and what are our objectives? So it's like if our mission is to be the go-to resource for, you know, finance leaders who are elevating their career from back office number crunchers to strategic partners in the business. Great. Like that's a good mission. What are we going to do about that? Okay. We're going to be, we're going to deliver expert driven content that allows them to understand more about what it means to be a strategic partner, less about the day-to-day like grunt work that has historically kind of followed them around. And so, I don't know, rough example basically from my mosaic work, but get a, get a mission statement, get some like value statement up front and understand that the tactics come later. Uh, number two, second key nugget is to accept the long game. Any path that you pick can deliver short-term ROI. Like there, there's nothing that says like a, a webinar can't deliver ROI right now or SEO can't deliver ROI right now if you take it or take the right approach. But you won't like explode out of the gate most likely, especially if you're like an early stage startup. You need to build a name. You need to build trust and authority no matter what channel you pick. It could be a slog at the very beginning and you need to be ready for that and commit to it and and really be consistent and accept that. And then the last thing I'll mention, you can't make everyone happy. Some people will hate that pop-up on your website. If, they're, if you're selling to marketers or if marketers see it, there's this idealistic thing where it's like, I can't believe we're interrupting their experience, but other people will appreciate the offer. Pop-ups work on our website and no one's ever complained about it. And it's great. And personally, I'm like, I, I don't really love them. But as long as you're delivering value, that's, you know, that's okay. Some people will never see the LinkedIn content that you write, but other people will only consume the LinkedIn content that you create. You don't need to be everywhere all the time just because not everyone sees all of your content. Nailing one channel and kind of building word of mouth through that early on is better than pretending that you are going to be able to be everywhere and everything to everybody all the time. And so that's all I got. I hope those nuggets, I hope that idea helps you out. Remember, everything works. You just got to figure out what will work for you and for your customers. Good luck. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Content Head Podcast. One thing before you go, I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's topic. Send a note to contentheadshow at gmail.com and let me know what's on your mind. And if you liked the episode, be sure to follow Content Head wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll see you on the next one.